It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Curry, hesitation move on Luka. Shoots the three and buries it. Stephen Curry, night, night. Let's go. Now that we stand in the bottom, we fall. Six out of eight years. You look at us winning, we getting awards. Ability to play in another finals. It's just the beginning, we getting started. We have an opportunity to go finish a job. Here's Jalen Rose. I am David Jacoby. We are Jalen and Jacoby. What is it that What's we up? do? And get a people. Joining us in mere minutes, the Lobby Boys, Jim Jones and Mayno will be here on Jalen and Jacoby shortly, but of course we start the show getting you prepared for the NBA Finals and getting prepared is Celtics head coach Ime Udoka. He spoke with reporters. Here's what he had to say. Well, we do have a size and versatility on the wings, and I think... Uh... You know, with who we are defensively against a really good offensive team, to, the benefit is having, obviously, Marcus and Jason Jalen on the perimeter, but as well, you know, you have bigs that they can't just pick on. You know, Al, Rob, Grant, and everybody else, uh, you know, that we do use. It's a, it's a kind of a perfect storm as far as a matchup with all the offensive talent they have, the defensive talent we have, and I think our size and versatility bodes well for us as far as that. So I feel confident with a lot of guys guarding um, different players for them. So Jalen, they've got size, they've got versatility, they've got defenders. He likes the matchup with the Warriors, but the Warriors aren't like other teams that the Celtics have played this offseason. They're not just going to give you a high pick and roll every possession. They move around, they move the ball, they play the game so beautifully. How do you think the Celtics defense will match up with this Warriors offense? Here's the beauty of this NBA Finals. A dirty secret is this is the first time both teams have faced complete basketball teams. Hmm. When you're going against the Denver Nuggets, you know the ball going to Jokic. When you're going against Luka, you know the ball going to Luka. You know it's going to Jimmy Butler also when you're playing against the Miami Heat and you're the Boston Celtics. So now all of a sudden you get to the NBA Finals and it's going to be windshield wiper. And that's what he may's talking about. His wings having the ability, Jalen and Jason, to guard individually. That's Clay, that's Poole, but also Marcus to be able to switch up front on the wing, but also guard his position in the backcourt, in particular, Steph Curry. And the actions that the Warriors do, dribble handoffs with Draymond Green as he initiate offense. He was also describing how Al Horford won't be stuck on an island out there. He has the ability to contest, and we saw this against Jimmy Butler in the Heat. Contest and or block but then secure the rebound as well. And so the Boston Celtics are up for this challenge. And the beauty about this matchup, again, they both are very stout defensively, but they do it vastly different offensively. And I'm gonna tell you the thing to look for in both of these teams. The okay. Golden State Warriors get off the ball. See, Steph Curry's a Steph Curry, Steph Curry's a great player that doesn't have to dominate the ball to be effective. 
the Golden State Warriors pass, move, cut, get assists. But sometimes the Celtics offense gets bogged down. And where does that matter the most? Late. Late in the shot clock in particular. When you're watching this series, notice how many times the Golden State Warriors with under four seconds on the shot clock get a quality shot off. That's where the Celtics struggle, and that's sometimes why they struggle in the clutch because they struggle to do that one-two dribble, that one-two move. Tatum can do it, but everybody else sometimes is hit or miss with that. And that's the difference between these two teams. The Golden State Warriors have a multitude of people that can get you a high-quality shot with a couple of seconds left on the shot clock. Absolutely. You see the way that they just zip the ball around. The Warriors' offense is so pretty, and sometimes the Celtics' offense can be downright ugly. You saw it at the end of Game 7 where they started doubling Tatum and getting the ball out of his hands, and no one else could really create their own basket. It bogged down and got to the end of the shot clock. It doesn't have that sort of beautiful game style that the Warriors play with. But that's one of the things I love about this series so much, because, Jalen, as I sit here right now just one day away from Game 1, I can see either team sweeping. I can see it going 7. This is such a great matchup, and I think even Adoka touched on some things that the Celtics have size and they've got great defenders out there. Could you see a world in which some of the Warriors aren't the best defensively? Steph Curry comes to mind. Jordan Poole comes to mind. Could you see a world in which they kind of hunt and pick on some of the Warriors players that aren't as good on defense as the Celtics? Absolutely, but that's all about who has the ball. So what's going to happen if your mark is smart and you're guided by Steph Curry, it ain't going to be just get it at the top of the key and go one-on-one. -on -one. It's going to be do an action, swing the ball. Oh, I'm 8, 12 feet away. Let me see if I can get him on the post. Let me see if I can back him down. Now, remember, against the Dallas Mavs, CP3 really struggled with that. Luka mm -hmm. posting him. Jalen Brunson posting him. That's what they're going to try to do to Steph. That's exactly what they're going to try to do. You slow their offense down, you get him in foul trouble, and you attack him and make him work defensively. Now, I got to make sure I say a name. Derek White, he's been a key because whether Poole or starting or coming off the bench, so is White. And in the last series, you can't beat the Boston Celtics when a healthy Derek White is outscoring an injured Tyler Hero. You, you, just, you just can't win. And so those are our matchups, but also Wiggins who started to be aggressive, who started to attack the basket. He was picking up Luka 94 feet. He'll be on Tatum. He'll be on Tatum. Nobody else to say that out. He'll be on Tatum to start the game. And so Draymond will be valuable in these switches because a lot of that action you see with Tatum, you get uh, Grant Williams to come screen, you get Time Lord to come screen. Now late in the clock, that's Draymond on Tatum. That's Draymond on Jalen Brown. Like. This is going to be an exciting matchup of a team that's on his Dr. Dre, been there, done that, like the Warriors versus these young Boston Celtics who have zero players that have been in the NBA Finals. I'm glad you brought that up, Mr. Rose, because one of the things that I love about doing this show with you is you rely on your experience, and you have experience in front of the, the camera and the microphone, and also you have experience in the NBA Finals. So you, we need you to take us behind the curtain. What are these moments like, the before game one? Because your Pacers team beat the Knicks, and the Lakers went to seven, so you guys had a few days to prep, to mentally, physically get your head right. What is these times like right before game one in the NBA Finals for the players? So first and foremost, you're going to see the historic Kobe crossover and throw Shaq the lob. 
against Portland. We was watching to see who was gonna win that series. First off, next, playing against your die-easy New York Knickerbockers, that's the biggest moment in Pacer history, right there. Shout to the Hall of Famer, top 75, big bro, Reggie Miller, Mark Jackson, Chris Mullen, Larry Bird, my coach, Rick Carlisle, who was on there. Oh, you about to get these buckets, G-Money. I love you. We both went to Michigan. You got the ring, but uh-uh. You get the, oh, Robert Ory, watch it there. But but here's, here's the thing you got to do. You got to now use these days to sharpen your tools. So you got to be paying attention in the film room, Jacoby understanding your matchup. Okay, what happens if Fisher or Kobe get the ball in these areas? What happened if Rick Fox or Robert Ory gets out on the switch? And then also, you gotta get in the gym and get some shots up. Like the one thing people underestimate about great athletes, in particular basketball players, how much we practice. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Like, I, I know like in today's game, it's a lot of low management and teams and players don't practice, but then you are required to practice and to play heavy minutes. And so the days leading up to it, those couple of things, and then here's the last thing. I'm so excited and I just can't hide it because you got a chance to get a chip. You just won the East and all of a sudden it's like, we in the finals against Shaq, against Kobe, against Phil Jackson? I'm about to make a name for myself. I know we not the favorite, but we, like people's like, y'all about to get swept. We like, we ain't getting swept. We led the league in three-pointers. We led the league in field goal percentage from three. Like, we were a knockdown shooting team. And so that experience was life-changing and game-changing. And last but certainly not least, the opportunity for me to put my mother and my grandmother on the airplane, fly them to LA, and they're at the game taking pictures with Jack, taking pictures with Denzel. Like being in the building, getting a chance to see Long Boy, their baby boy playing on the big stage. It was a beautiful thing. And I can't wait. Right now, Jacoby, I'm about to fly to the Bay to go interview Jalen Brown. We're going to have a snippet of that on this show tomorrow. And I'm going to ask him what you asked me. What is he doing leading up to the days of the NBA Finals? Excited to see that. Now, there's a lot of drama that's going to happen in the NBA Finals, but there's also a lot of drama in the world of college football, specifically the SEC. We all know what happened with the back and forth last week with Coach Saban. Well, he spoke to a reporter and it went a little left. Let's listen. I didn't really say that anybody did anything wrong. You said they bought their recruiting class. I didn't say anybody did anything wrong, okay? And I've said everything I'm gonna say about this. And I should have n never mentioned any individual institutions. I said that before. Is Jimbo lying when you say, when he says that uh, that they didn't do anything? I have no problem with Jimbo. Uh, I have no problem with Jimbo at all. Is that the same Nick Saban? Is that, is that, is that, the, same, is that the same guy that I saw last week? I didn't say anybody did anything wrong. So there's a the gentleman, one of my favorite artists of all time. His name is Ladies Love Cool J. And one of the favorite things that he had on the record is when it said, that's a lie. You remember that song? You're lying. That's a lie. Like, he literally says, I didn't mention anybody. And then he turns right around and says, I should not have mentioned any institutions. That's literally what he just said. <laughs> and so here's what happens. When you're so powerful like Nick Saban, like you're insulated, right? Not me, let me bring the fans in. That's SEC Media Day. 
in order for him to get his $9 million a year, he must do those interviews. And the people that come into the room, while there are various media outlets from all across the country, 90% of them ain't gonna ask him the tough questions because they don't wanna make him mad because they wanna still have access to Alabama players and practices and pro prospects. So they're not gonna ask the tough questions. And then you get the people that filter in there that say, hey, Nick, do you think Jimbo is lying? And he really looking at him like, who let him in here? That, that's really what he's thinking, just so y'all know. I'm bringing you behind the curtain. Jacoby, you know I ain't lying. He like, how did he get in here? Because that entire press conference should have been about this. That's what that entire, every question at that press conference should have been about this. But you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna tell you what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna text Deion Sanders. I'm gonna get him to come on our show to talk about what he thinks about what Nick Saban said. Because clearly Nick Saban got amnesia about what he actually said. Well, Jalen, look forward to having Dean on the show, but I also look forward to having the Lobby Boys on the program. Family. That's right, Jim Jones and Mayno are joining us in just seconds. You don't want to miss that. Stay tuned. Stand you are up, watching Jalen and Jacoby. Stand up, Brooklyn. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Coming to you live from the Seaport in New York City and brought to you by Chase. Welcome back to Jalen and Jacoby. Jalen Rose, we are have the honor, the pleasure honor. to have two legends on the program ah! right now. The Lobby Boys. It is Jim Jones and Mayno joining us on Jalen and ah! Jacoby. How did the Lobby Boys come together? Oh man, it's not what we started thinking about doing years ago. Yeah, it's been about a 10 year journey before we actually got to uh, do the music. Um, but time presents itself when, when time presents itself. And we started last summer and um, conveniently we putting it out this summer and we definitely have some summertime music, which I'm very excited for the response and, and everything that we've been getting from, uh, from us dropping out. Not only are you guys two of the dopest MCs in the game and artists, but also I've always appreciated how you've embraced fitness in hip hop. Like I remember there was a time where like as black men and even as hip hop, we didn't necessarily talk about like eating right and training and stuff like that. So I'll start with you Jones before we get to you Mayno. When did you guys decide that it was important for y'all to share with the world how staying in shape was important? Um, you know, I've been on a fitness journey for years, so 
I've been kind of been on my own bag of trying to find a, uh, the, uh, find my youth and the best way to find the found the youth is staying in the gym. Um, besides that, this year around New Year's, uh, we were all meet uh, Davies, Mano, and Fab. We were all at uh, Mano's restaurant, Chelsea House, um, in Midtown, and um, it was like the day after New Year's, I believe. And everybody was talking about these New Year's resolution, and Fab had pulled out a list. Of to do things like for, for resolution, no sugar, no candy. And he was like, yo, let's all try to do this for 30 days. And then we was like, well, let's all just try to get at this fitness and start going in the gym. And everybody definitely stayed, stayed to their fitness regimen. Since January, everybody's been in the gym no less than four days a week. And I can say that wholeheartedly, whether no matter what part of town we in, even if we're working out together, we separate. So I'm very excited to see my guys really putting on, to see guys packing on muscle, to see guys being in the gym before me. It's a dope feeling. What about you, Mano? In particular, the fashion. So like, let's talk about this workout fashion, right? I see cats work. You know. Y'all so showed up at the gym sometimes with like $2,000 outfits. Mano, what's going on with this? It's ha it happens. You know, life, life is balanced though, man. You know, um, you know, with, with the fitness, you know, personally, I, I worked out on and off all my life. You know, it's so, you know, working out now and having people to work out with, guys that you got things in common with makes it easier. As far as the fashion, you know, I, I feel like I have thought of that, you know, and, and then it's, it's, it's fit lit. We staying fit, you know, and we, we coming in the gym with, with a couple of outfits on, and you know, and, 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 it, and it makes, it, it gives us some inspiration, some motivation a little bit, yes. you know? Yeah. Might come in the gym wearing Michael Mary or something like that, you know what I mean? Yes. <laughs> yes. Well, you look good, you work out good. It's a confidence level. Yeah. <laughs> It must so, be nice to be rich and stay in shape. I love it so much. I love oh, it. No, no, I'm not rich. I'm rich in spirit. <laughs> <laughs> we have the NBA Finals just a day away. We'll start with you, Mano. It's the Celtics and the Warriors. How do you see this playing out? Man, I, I'm going to have to go with the Warriors. I was never a Celtics fan. You know, I'm from New York, so I was, you know, from Brooklyn. So it was never with the Celtics. So I, I, I'm, I'm going with the... Uh, with, with Golden State. Um, Golden State. Well, Golden State's been my been my go-to team probably for the like the past ten years. Um, definitely Boston and New York has a love-hate relationship, so you know we not root for Boston. I'm kind of mad at Boston because I got uh floor season tickets in Miami, and I haven't been to a game this year because I've been running. But I was hoping they slip into the championship, and then I was gonna go to all the championship games, and then Boston ruined that for me. So now I need my man Curry to let off a a 30 clip at them so we can do what we do and go home with that championship, you heard me. I, I love it, so there's gonna be a lot of debate. ESPN had a list of the top 75 and Steph was like 16 and KD was like 12. So one of the debates that we're having is if Steph wins a championship and gets a finals MVP, can he pass KD? So I'll start with you, Jones. What do you guys think about ranking those two players amongst the greatest. Who has more championships? Steph. Steph. What's, what's so with the numbers are wrong off top? What is going on? You gotta have your chips up. Like Steph is in the game with Mike and them almost, but you got, what, you got like three right now? About to go yep. on four or something like that? Yeah, he'll tie LeBron if he win this one. What about you, Mano? Yeah, I feel the same way. He got, he got the rings. He has the rings, so he got the hardware. They need to give it to 
So, Mano, you mentioned it. He's going to need some of this. <laughs> Mano, you mentioned you're from Brooklyn. I want to talk to you about the Brooklyn Nets. There's so much drama last year. Right. Kyrie in and out. James Harden getting traded. Ben Simmons getting hurt, getting surgery. What do you think about the Brooklyn Nets right now? You know how you know how excited we were when we got all those guys? Kyrie, KD, Ben Simmons. I mean, we were, we were super, super excited. I mean, this is Brooklyn. We, we needed this. Um, right now, I mean, it's it starting to feel like uh, Brooklyn Nets has the same curse that the Knicks has. Don't try to put that on the Knicks. It's a New York thing. It's a New York thing. It's a New York thing. It's a New we had a, a stacked up squad of, of, of all-star, like, you know, like, superstar players. And, and, and I feel like right now, it's, it's, it's kind of tricky. We in a, we in a, a very uh, shaky place. Are you, Jones, are you, you know they want the same amount of Are there distractions to the, to the players? I don't know, man. I don't know if, it's the, if they got here and they, they just, it just didn't pop for them. I don't, I don't know what's going on. It's like when players come to the Knicks, it's like something happens. They go party. They go party every night. That's what happens <laughs> when they get to the Knicks. I don't know, man. It's just like something happens. And it's just like, is it the waters? Is it the air? They get, that, they get around that New York, that New York life. Is it, you know, is it the women, the lifestyle? I don't know. I mean, James Harden was in goal every night. <laughs> <laughs> you know what happened to him? <laughs> yes. He was on the box. And the thing that makes James Harden a legend, he got his jersey retired at a strip club in Houston while he was still playing. I can't even lie, I was <laughs> jealous. I was jealous. That's legend. He's, he's a legend in two games. Exactly. <laughs> so now I have to ask you guys, because this is Jalen and Jacoby, we put on for the culture. We've been doing this 10 years. And I'll start with you, Maino. Name me the top five cities when you're trying to go to a strip club. I've done this list personally before. Top five places for strip clubs. Okay, um, Atlanta, first off. Miami, second off. Um, I'm gonna say, uh, I'm not mad at what's going on in LA right now as far as strip Houston. club culture building up. Houston. Houston. Most certainly, I cannot forget Houston, and I'm gonna say uh, Arizona be dope. Oh man, Arizona, but DC, wait, DC, wait, DC, DC got a nice one. They go hard. They got a nice one. They used to like stadium and all that, but it's not there no more. Yeah, that's not there no more. Is that's out the. See, I've been out the loop for a minute, so you have to tell me better than I can tell you. <laughs> That's why I'm asking, because I'm retired. I'm just trying to live vicariously through y'all. You know what I'm saying? So I got one for you, John. me. I'm living vicariously with you through him, because I'm out the loop too. <laughs> so, so here's a list for you, Jones, that you appreciate. And please chime in with him, Mano. I've noticed that all of my favorite movies either have a rapper or a comedian in them. So I have to ask you guys, starting with you, Jim Jones, your top five movies featuring a rapper. My top five movies featuring all the most, all the, all the uh, most deaf um, movies. He's one of my favorite actors. You heard? Mm. I don't know about the other rappers, but most deaf acts his ass 
off. He's facts. my top one. We would have we 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 never known that. That's facts right there. But but it's so many. Belly, Crush, Groove. Hey, um, Mom. Juice, oh, yeah, you, to, you going back into the, you going to hip hop movies. Boys in the Hood. Juice, you going to go to hip hop movies. Juice. Juice. Uh, uh, Boys in the Hood. Uh, even the one with Chris Brown, the, the robbery movie. Like we got a couple, we got a couple good movies in the, in the hip hop faction. So the Lobby Boys album is available right now on streaming services. For yeah, those that is. haven't listened to it yet, what do you want to tell them? Why should they tap in? They got a lot. It's a little bit for everybody. You know, we 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 actually found on the farm below. We was able to uh, tap into a sound that I don't think nobody was able to do yet. Um, when you listen to the album, we was able to, to grab a lot of the classic, you know, um, hip hop beats and then modernize them. And and we, we bridged the gap between, you know, uh, you know, maybe the late nineties and, and what's going on right now. So we got a lot a lot of dope features, you know, um, from Fabio to Fabulous, you know, uh, you know, to Young and May, you know, and it's just a well-rounded project. And it's specifically, I mean, this album you can listen to anytime, any season, but we specifically put this album out for the summertime. So this oh, yeah. album is a guide to the summer. Like you can't miss when you got this album pumping the summer at all. Oh, that's dope. Make sure y'all go cop that. Also, I got to ask you, Jones, you were a partner with the Richmond Rough Riders AFL football team. And both of you guys have been involved with so many entrepreneurial pursuits. So what was that like and what's next? Oh, the, the ownership of, of the arena football team was one of the uh, one of the funner things that I did in business, and I look forward to get back into it as I've been inquiring about this new football league where you go on the phone and you, you everybody votes on the play that the next play the football team will take. It's like arena football, so I'm still into the into the sports, and of course, me and Mano we are invested into so many different things. This is why me and Mano mix so good because we both are business mind and we both come from the same background. It's kind of like a twin brother that I never had, you know? Thank you guys so much for joining us. Lobby Boys Project is available right now. You're welcome to come back on Jalen Jacoby anytime. Appreciate that. Yes, indeed. Man. Thank you for having us, brothers. Love. We'll be back with more right after this. You're watching Jalen and Jacoby. It is NBA Finals time on ABC. Tomorrow night, we have game one between the Celtics and the Warriors from San Francisco. That's at 9 p.m. ABC. Welcome back to Jalen and Jacoby. Jalen Rose, every day we recognize another day that Brittany Griner is still unjustly detained in Russia. And here we are, doing it again. Wrongfully detained still, and it's unfortunate. We here at Jalen and Jacoby, after 104 days, wish Brittany Griner a speedy, safe return to the United States. One of my favorite things about these playoff runs has been not just Draymond Green's play on the court, but his podcast content. And he was edit again. Here is what he and Colin Coward had to say about KD and the Warriors. Kevin Durant was absolutely incredible in those finals runs. As you know, right. you watched it. We all watched it. Kevin Durant was absolutely insane. Steph Curry got double teamed probably seven times the amount that KD did in a, in a given series. Well, KD noticed what Draymond said, and as KD likes to do, he went to Twitter and said, that is false. That is not how I see it. They went back and forth a little bit. Jalen Rose, what do you think about sort of KD's name bubbling up and being involved as we head into the finals game one? So I learned something 
I would have given anything to be a champion. But I also know rings don't buy love and happiness. I seen this with the legend who I idolized, Scottie Pippen. He has six of them. He doesn't seem extremely happy about them when I see him do interviews or the journey to get them. Kevin Durant, the exact same thing. When he joined the Golden State Warriors, Bob Myers, after they won a championship, basically said that he joined the bandwagon. It's one thing for the world and fans and media and social media to say it, but it's another thing for the league and GMs to be saying it. So for him to go get his own squad, he needed to leave Steph's team. And we saw what Draymond saw. He was a rented player that he was going to leave after that year. So now when they're in the finals without him, it got a sting, especially when Draymond piles on with the closing elbow. Well, I'm so excited about the two of these people carrying us through the finals because I love the drama. We'll be back tomorrow on ESPN2. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. We always say we give the people that want part of that is doing podcast exclusive content for our podcast listeners. Jalen Rose, you know I don't like to cover the coverage, but there's something bubbling up right here with our colleagues today that needs to be discussed. They put a basketball court right outside the studio. Just coincidentally, the city did it. But today, this afternoon, we have our colleagues, our friends, Barton Hahn, going up against Jay Will and Keyshawn Johnson. They got uniforms. Freddie Coleman's gonna be the ref. Let's start there. Terrible decision about Freddie Coleman to be the ref. That's a thankless job. You're going to get yelled at. You're going to get blamed for everything. Whoever loses is going to 100% blame you. There's, 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 you, should, you need to run from that position. I will. There's a, plenty of referees in New York City that will come and do this for $150. Like this, You do not need to put yourself in that position, Mr. Coleman. Look, it's just a bad decision. I, I, just, I just hope nobody gets hurt. I don't like sport courts. I don't like sport courts. Playing you know, the outdoors. Sport court. First off, your field goal percent is going to be low even if you can shoot. And then the other thing is, like, I'm not sure how often each of them play basketball. And then the other thing is I know Max ain't playing. No, he ain't playing. But one thing that I have to say is there's four players out there, right? Han played in college, and he's tall. He's like, he's like my height. But I'm, we'll see what happens tomorrow. Now, Jalen Anthony Rose. There's a couple things I want to discuss with you in regards to the finals, okay? We talked about it a little bit in the TV show. We didn't get too much time to talk about it. Why would Draymond say that Steph got doubled seven times more than Kevin Durant? And try to, try to sort of like, Try, it, it just sort of seems like he's trying to minimize Kevin Durant's role in those finals. And the ones they won, Kevin Durant was the best player in the court, including LeBron James and the other team. Well, I'll tell you exactly what he's doing. Draymond Green was waiting for this moment. The moment that they can make it back to the finals without KD. 
And soon as that moment happened, he let it be known that Steph Curry was really the driving force to those championships, even though KD won finals MVP. And how can I do that? Something that the rest of the world may or may not be able to quantify. Talk about how many times Steph got double teamed versus KD. In other words, he was the dude that took all of the coverage. He was the number one receiver. And the slot receiver, KD, got finals MVP. That's basically what he's saying. And by the way, not only is it throwing shade at KD, it also acknowledges and is going to bring back up the video images of he and Draymond Green arguing in the huddle when Draymond, like all of us, knew that KD was a rental player for the Golden State Warriors, came to a 73-team win, 73-win team to win a championship. That just validates that again. So now the two championships that KD won, they look good on the mantle. Nobody can ever take it away from him. But he won't get the credit he deserves for me. And he knows that. That's why he went to Brooklyn. He knows that. Mm -hmm. He knew Golden State wasn't going to be his team. He knew that was Steph's team. He knew it. That's why he left. And so now you're in Brooklyn. You're watching your former team in the finals with Kyrie, who joined you, who also needs to watch his former team in the finals. And Draymond Green came through with the people's elbow to try to give a submission. Well... I hope we get a lot of Draymond potting. I hope we get a lot of Kevin Durant tweeting because I love the, com the competition and I love the petty. I love having Mano and Jim Jones on the show. Big shout to them. Jalen's going to jump on a plane right now, go interview Jalen Brown. Got to get to the airport. So we will be back tomorrow. Why is that, Jalen Anthony Rose? Appreciate the love. Thank you for the support of 10 years. And it's a reason why we weren't invited into that 202 tournament because we actually can hope. I love Keyshawn, I love Jay Will, I love Barton, I love Han, and my guy Freddie Coleman. Everybody's gonna be mad at you, sir. We're not done. We're not done. We are not done. Got to give the